Hey, writers, join our first draft weekly writers club. We meet every Tuesday from 12 to 1 Eastern time. For more information, go to writingclassradio.com and click on the classes tab. I'm Allison Langer, and this is Writing Class Radio. You'll hear true personal stories and learn a little bit about how to write your own stories. I'm Andrea Askowitz. Together, we produce this podcast, which is equal parts art and heart. By art, we mean the craft of writing. By heart, we mean the truth in a story. No matter what's going on in our lives, writing class is where we tell the truth. It's where we work out our Our There's no place in the world like writing class, and we want to bring you in. Today on our show, we're talking about bragging. (laughs) Specifically on the dreaded college essay. How do you brag yourself up in an essay without sounding like a total jerk? <laughs> we're going to make this PG. In the I know. script, it said ass, but we're going to beep. This is for college people, the I got college it. bound I got high it. schoolers. Good call. I okay. know they don't ever cuss. Allison has been working with high school students all over the country on their college admissions essays. This is the first episode in a two part series where we bring you common app essays. High school senior Julia Irvin wrote the essay you're about to hear. Julia tells us all about herself through the eyes of her sister. I'm Natasha Askowitz, Andrea's daughter, and I'm going to be reading Julia Irvin's Common App essay. She's really busy because it's graduation weekend. Everything I do is examined and assessed by the people around me, yet the person most significant and whose opinion propels me to do the best version of myself is my younger sister, Sina, who I affectionately call Shadi. If Sina were to reflect upon me, her tenacious older sister, Jules, I imagine this might be what she would say. On any given morning at 7.26 a.m., like clockwork, Jules and I frantically toss our bags into the trunk of her Jeep, still containing and smelling of yesterday's sweaty running shoes and cross-country gear. Bare feet, hair half done, laptops in hand, and pens gripped between our teeth. We scramble into the car and vroom away from the house and our overly concerned parents. We laugh and roll our eyes as our mother shakes her fist in the air, hurling threats for leaving late once again. Our misguided mother doesn't understand that a mere six minutes does not make the slightest dent in an on-time arrival due to Jules' efficient driving. It is amazing how fast the mood relaxes once we are on the road. Jules puts her Spotify playlist on shuffle and Mr. Brightside by The Killers plays softly as she bites into the side of her cheek. She does this when she is thinking hard about something, and it usually means she's nervous. Maybe it's because she has the biggest cross-country meet of her life after school, or maybe she's beating herself up for not studying as hard as she thinks she should have for a chemistry test. I know her red puffy eyes give away the fact that she is sad about her best friend moving to California, even though she never talks about it in front of me. Her bright eyes and bursts of energy tell me she earned the coveted role of counselor at sleepaway camp or won her regional track and field meet. I hear compassion in her voice when she speaks of her disabled students learning to sail at Shake a Leg Miami. I bet I know how she feels sometimes even before she knows. Jules and I have been best friends for all 15 years of my life. 
We turn the corner by the smoothie stand and Jules tosses her blonde hair confidently. Very few people know of Jules' insecurities. Her fear of being judged drives her to push herself harder and further in every aspect of her life. She studies longer than she needs to, trains harder than she has to, and drops everything when her friends and family are in need. This is something I respect and strive to emulate. Jules takes her responsibility as my older sister very seriously and makes an active choice to model positive behavior. We are blocks away from school. Jules slows down the car and we indulge in our last few minutes of freedom. She swerves into a parking spot next to her friends. We get out of the car and I examine her bad parking job. I smile. While I strive to do many things just like my sister, her parking style is not one I wish to replicate. I walk into school with her older friends listening to the gossip. Secrets I will never tell a soul. Jules made me sister promise, something she came up with when she was 10 and I was 8. You can cross your fingers all you want, but if you lie during a sister promise, you will not be forgiven and trust will be broken. Nothing is more important to Jules than trust. As Sina walks away, I wave goodbye. She looks confident and happy. I am reassured that no matter what life throws at us, we will always be okay. We have each other. I yell, love you, shawty. Love you back, she yells. I see you when you're standing there How you turn your face to look at me I catch myself Catching my breath For a second it gets hard to breathe I really love this point of view because it allows the narrator to brag about herself like crazy. We get so many great details because her sister Senna knows the details and can share them with us. Also, we trust her because she didn't only brag. She told us she's nervous, she's vulnerable, she's sad about her friend leaving. She told us she's a fast driver and a bad parker. I love that part. (laughs) Yeah. She shows us her flaws. No one likes a bragger bragger that doesn't even ever say one thing bad about themselves. And then she tells us all these great things about herself. But I think they would have sounded so dumb if she had said them in her own voice. Really? No, I mean, we talk about this all the time. I don't think you really mean that. It was easier to brag in her sister's voice, but if she, in any essay for anyone, not just a college application, but any essay, the second you start exposing your flaws and your vulnerabilities, everyone loves you. And then you can talk about the good things because we want to hear them. We're boosting for you. It's true. You're right. It's true. You can brag about yourself if you're willing to say this. I was about to curse (laughs) on this PG episode (laughs) if you say the negative things, too. I mean, in this essay, it worked really well because all of the brags were done through her sister. Well, she pulled it off because it's not easy being in somebody else's voice either. She committed to it. Yeah, she was her sister throughout. So well done. Well, what's funny is when she emailed it to me for the first time, well, let me just tell you what it said. It said, this, is, this was the first line of what she first emailed to me. At 7.26 in the morning, Julia and I are usually frantically tossing our bags in the Jeep. And I read that and I was like, wait, who's Julia? Isn't Julia the one who's sending me the essay? Wait. And I went back to the text from the mom and I went back to the original email. And then I realized Julia was writing this essay from the point of view of her sister. But because I wasn't grounded, I didn't know. 
So the challenge for Julia was to ground us and to let us know who was talking and the relationship that she had with the person speaking. So then we know exactly what's happening in the story and we can follow right along. What are the common application essay prompts? So every year across the nation, anyone applying to college gets pretty much seven prompts to choose from. They can pick one. And it's like you can write about your background, an obstacle or challenge that you faced, um, a time you changed your belief or views about something, a problem you'd like to solve, maybe an accomplishment that sparked personal growth, um, a topic you find so engaging that it makes you lose track of time, like a real obsession. And then there's number seven, which is basically you can write about any topic in 650 words. What prompt did Julia choose? Oh, I have no idea. You know, it didn't matter. Like what I'm saying is it really didn't matter. If you show a change in the narrator, you show your flaws, you show like all the great things about you, then the admissions people are excited to read them. Just like any essay. If anyone is out there and you are stumped, you don't know what to do, you're stressed out, How? what are you going to write about? Just sit down and for 20 minutes, just write about what is bugging you. That's it. What's bugging you more than anything? It could be your parents. It could be school. It could be sports. It could be anything. A friend. Write about it. Actually, this works whether or not you're a high school student trying to write your college essay or if you're a 50, um, almost 51-year-old <laughs> woman like yeah. trying to trying to deal with your high school-aged kids. Yeah. It, it's basically, it doesn't matter who you are. That's a good prompt. And what's funny is that most of these kids have never been asked to write a personal essay. Ever. Like, all they know before that is the five-paragraph theme. And now they're expected to write this, like, brilliant essay that's going to change the course of their lives. It is. It's hard for them. It is really, really, really hard. And it's it's the same when we get a new writer who comes to class. And they're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to write. And then, you know, the first time maybe they write, it's a little awkward. Or maybe they're writing in a weird person or fiction or whatever else that comes up. And then all the people in the room share. And I do that with the kids, too. I share what I'm writing. I'm going to tell you exactly what's bugging me. And it's just fun for them, I oh, think. When you when you sit down with your high school students, yeah. you do the prompt, too? I do. Awesome. That's yeah. good. And I let them give me feedback and tell me what they didn't like or did like or wanted to know more about. Because I... because feedback is how you learn how to write better. When you can notice yeah. what doesn't work in someone else's story, then you can figure out what works in yours. So where's Julia going to college? She is going to her first choice, which was the College of Charleston. So she's super, super, super excited. Nice. Stay tuned for our next episode, the second in a two-part series on the Common App Essay for College Admissions. If you or your high schooler needs help getting started on an essay or needs help editing along the way, Allison can help. Go to writingclassradio.com and click on the tab that says hire an editor. Since this episode is all about bragging, Writing Class Radio has a little brag. We were named one of the top 30 writing podcasts to listen to by Reedsy, a website out of the UK. Thanks, Reedsy. Thank you for listening. And thank you, Julia, for sharing your story. Writing Class Radio is produced by Virginia Laura, Andrea Askowitz, and me, Allison Langer. Theme music by Justina Chandler. Additional music by Emia. Writing Class Radio is sponsored by The Launchpad at the University of Miami. A new episode will drop every other Wednesday, so look for us. There's no better way to understand ourselves and each other than by writing and sharing our stories. Everyone has a story. What's yours?
It is amazing how fast the mood... <laughs> Mommy, stop nodding your head like I'm that. saying, yeah, you me, got it. It makes me laugh. Okay, sorry. But, okay, thanks for that, but okay. it's okay. I don't need it. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network.